Melissa Baralt was conducting linguistic research at Miami's Florida International University when she noticed something strange. She was studying bilingualism in Hispanic families, but was finding that mothers and caregivers often only spoke in English to their children. I was doing a project last year on prematurity and the benefits of bilingualism for preterm-born kids. However, in talking to all of these mothers, they also anecdotally shared with me that their pediatrician or teacher had recommended to them that they stop speaking Spanish with their child. And this was the case for every single Hispanic mother that participated in my study. She also noticed this trend at local daycares. I was working with such gifted, amazing caregivers, many from Cuba or Colombia or Venezuela. And these women were all educated back in their countries, and yet they were using non-native, very, I would say, low-level proficiency English with the children in their care. And all of these kids were Hispanic. And, and I would ask the care providers at these daycare centers, you know, can I ask you, why, why aren't you speaking in Spanish with these kids? Use your beautiful Spanish because syntactically their English was so simple and every single one of them would tell me, well, it's just that we're expected to use English. This issue goes beyond wanting your child to be bilingual. It can affect language development in general. Research studies have found that hearing native speech is critical for developing a language foundation as an infant. So for Hispanic children, when they actually have a really solid foundation in Spanish first, because they're hearing all these native speech sounds, it actually will be better for them later on once they get introduced to English in school. That's Natalie Brito, an assistant professor of applied psychology at NYU Steinhardt. If you think about the reverse, if they're hearing grammatically incorrect English, if they're hearing non-native English sounds early on in life and don't get a good grasp of English, it's going to be very difficult for them to even learn a second language later on. That detriment includes having significantly fewer vocabulary words than children from higher socioeconomic statuses. A pivotal study by researchers Betty Hart and Todd Risley found that children from poorer homes hear around 3 million fewer words by age 3 compared to children from wealthier ones. This is what researchers call a word gap. I was seeing that the children, especially low-income Hispanic kids, whose caregivers were using non-native English with them, were really being set up to have a, a serious vocabulary deficiency by age three. So Melissa collaborated with Natalie and Darcy Ashley Mahoney of George Washington School of Nursing to create an app to provide Hispanic mothers with tools to grow and track their baby's vocabulary over time. The app is called Hablame Bebe, which translates to talk with me baby. After two months of her study group using the app, Melissa found language exposure had improved, but not to the level of being significant. She also noticed that the mothers often still frequently spoke to their children in English. And I, I went back to the drawing board and I, was, I just I said to myself, I was like, what did I do wrong? What am I missing here? Through interviewing the mothers, she found a disappointing trend. Story after story after story of these mothers whom through this app were trying to teach about the importance of language nutrition and, and rich talk. And yet they are being given constant strong messages from society saying, don't speak Spanish. This is America. This is the United States. You are not American. You can't be here, essentially, unless you switch over to English. This is what Natalie and Melissa call linguistic racism, discrimination to the speaking another language. People that speak another language outside are experiencing discrimination at an individual level, and they do speak the other language. Jigliana Melsi is an associate professor of applied psychology at NYU Steinhardt. She is originally from Peru and is raising her daughter bilingually. I, being white, 
experienced it with my child, I cannot imagine what it is to be darker and speaking another language. Social pressures are pushing these mothers towards using English. So the developers needed to come up with a way to combat those sentiments through the app. So what we decided to do was to include videos that had other Hispanic families talking about, you know, why they are proud to be Hispanic, but also to speak Spanish in this country. We made multiple videos of other Hispanic parents and families saying in Spanish, Hablemos en Español, let's talk in Spanish. You can do it, Mom. Let's be proud of our roots. The most important gift that we can give to our children is bilingualism. And messages such as, if somebody ever tells you you shouldn't be speaking Spanish to your baby, ignore him or her because that's just ignorance. And you know that the best thing that you can do is give your child the gift of bilingualism. Gianna and her daughter recorded one of the 17 videos currently featured on the app about the benefits of bilingualism and why speaking your native language to your baby is so important. Hey, Fernanda, ¿qué es lo que más te gusta ser bilingüe? Um, voy a tener más trabajo. ¿Vas a tener más trabajo? Sí, sí. Porque si hablas dos idiomas, tienes más posibilidades de conseguir trabajo. It is reassuring them and validating that it's okay to speak your language. I think that that is super important because they're getting the message from everywhere else that they should be focusing on English. So Melissa and her team tried again. They selected another group of native Spanish speakers from low-income households. This time around, they found the app significantly improved overall vocabulary exposure. We learned, in other words, that as scientists preach as much as we wanted to about nutrition and how to talk more to your baby. But until we explicitly addressed this real-life scenario of the fact that low-income Hispanics experience language prejudice and linguistic racism, until we explicitly acknowledged that in our intervention, we weren't going to see impact. Cuatro. Cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, Muy bien! For Science Line, I'm Lucy Hicks.